Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It's another episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. We're here to break down another episode of Katie Thurston's season with the one and only 
the pregnant and beautiful and glowing Ashley Iconetti. Ben really needs to stop doing this, guys. It's like kind of cruel. Why? You are. <laughs> no, I'm smelly. I'm I can't smell you. I'm I'm so far away from you right now. I'm so pimply. Like, oh my God. Like it was almost as if throughout the week I developed a rash. That's how bad my forehead is broken out. And my forehead never breaks out. Anyway, you should be counting your lucky stars for not being able to smell me right now. Um, Ben, let's talk about, um, well, uh, well, well, let's talk about you for a second. Cause we did a whole episode talking about me. We have a party coming up. It's a virtual event in Napa to celebrate your engagement, which has been, you know, you've been engaged for a little bit. I have. Um, but we're doing an official iHeart engagement party and it's going to be on July 30th from five to six Pacific time. And you guys can get tickets for it at loopedlive.com. That is L-O-P-E-D live.com. Um, and I'm going to be on the podcast. Jared's going to be on the podcast. Nick, Dean, Kaylin, Wells, we're all toasting to Ben and Jess. And the party will be benefiting Humanity and Hope United, that foundation that Ben works very closely with. Um, so we're excited to do that. But Ben, um, what part are you... What part of engagement are you in now? Because last time we talked about your wedding planning, you were like, Jess is in charge of wedding planning and I like have picked out nothing. So how is it now? I'm more involved than I was back then. Like now it's kind of getting to like crunch time. So it's groomsmen suits. And like I was in, I'm kind of semi in charge of like the liquor sponsor or liquor, I guess, finding that if I can find a, a sponsor, that'd be great. Um, and uh, coordination of the like rehearsal and, and like, so my, my involvement has increased. Here is the phase of engagement. I'm just really excited to marry her. And I, I really, I do think I'm going to miss the engagement side of this because it feels exciting. Everybody is like, like super congratulatory towards it. Um, you know, not that that will change once you get married, but like, obviously like it does change the dynamic of how people like, celebrate you like it's not like you've been married for five years and people are just walking in the street like oh cool you're married it's like that <laughs> yeah. changes a bit um but i'm just i'm i'm very at peace i'm just like very at peace now and more just ready to get it going because i do feel like the details of this have been more than i expected for everybody involved from my mom to her mom to jess uh it's just it's so the wedding's gonna be great and i i am really excited for it you guys have a wedding planner, right? We do have a wedding planner. Um, and that's been really helpful. Uh, I think from, especially on like the Jess and her mom's side, I think just keeping things organized and keeping things moving and helping connect the pieces and the dots. I think, um, especially cause it is a bigger wedding uh, and, uh, and I'm very thankful for that. And that's something that we wanted to do. I think it's important to have somebody helping if you can, um, along the way, but this in, this engagement celebration is really cool because we haven't really like done that yet, and I am I am excited to, especially for Jess. Like I get to talk about my engagement all the time because I'm always on interviews. I'm always on this, uh, and I think Jess, you know, she works really hard, and I'm sure at the office people ask her, but she is an esthetician, and I think it's similar bedside manners to like being a masseuse, where like once you get asked the first question, you really don't want to talk to the person the whole time they're getting a facial. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I'm excited for her to celebrate this. I'm excited to be in Napa with her. It's actually where she wanted to do her bachelorette party and it just ended up being too expensive for 
like everybody involved. And so it's going to be good that we get to do this um, and go out there and kind of celebrate it. But super pumped to be there. Uh, Hope all of you listening can join us and just like have a night of toasting up to love and to all of our loves and all of our lives. What's like the theme of your wedding? Like what's the vibe? Uh, I, I don't know if we have a theme, but what we're going for. Well, what do you think our theme was? It was like, I, I'd say it's like Disney, like fairy tale kind of. Um, okay, so ours was like very like, I guess, Beauty and the Beast. That's yeah. kind of what I, yeah. Yeah, and, it, and it, you pulled it off. Ours, what I really want with ours is I want people to leave going, I'm really glad I came. Because I know Jessica and I are going to be so thankful that we have a wedding and that people are there that that's going to like when we talked about it at the beginning, it was like, we just want people to leave this going. We're so glad we are here at this. And so it's very much set up for like a celebration, a party um, with a really nice ceremony. And so our theme is, is just partying down. I think that's it. I think, and just celebrating life. Uh, and hopefully uh, we still get to, um, you know, November's a little bit away. We'll see how the world what changes. What do you mean? Oh, well, things are, things are changing quickly and, and we're, we're holding on. Um, and we're going to keep plugging away until, till we know for certain, but that's a plan. It's a party. We're pumped to have it. We're pumped to be there. Uh, Ashley, we have a big podcast now for the last couple of weeks. We've gone kind of, I, I feel like on this roller coaster ride, uh, through this season, right? We've enjoyed um, the contestants. We've really enjoyed watching Katie. Uh, we've we've liked this season for a lot of reasons. I do though, and I don't want to just make this a bash podcast because it's not. I do feel like the last two episodes, this one and the week before, fell a little short of the rest of the season. Um, you know, we talked about it to length last week. We don't have to dive into it, but like the whole like. Uh, no uh, woo-wooing thing was weird. It didn't really even get brought up this week, which was even odder. Like it was a thing last week. She asked him to do it for two weeks, but this week it wasn't even talked about. It was kind of like just disappeared. Mm -hmm. Uh, I still don't know what that whole thing was about. This episode, uh, we talked a little bit before. You felt disconnected from the contestants this episode, and you felt like the connections that we were seeing build weren't as strong this week. I felt the same way. I think we shall discuss this in depth after we take a break what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet that's why pampers swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100 percent leak proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, 
that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health/famous. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for the bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Okay, so Ben, I felt like... 
I don't want to say no chemistry, but I think this is like the week where you're supposed to be like feeling fireworks, right? Yeah. You get really excited. You like start feeling like your heart swell and stuff when you're watching scenes. And I know I was supposed to start feel. I know I was supposed to feel that with Greg and Katie on that one-on-one. And I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. Maybe I felt it for a split second during their like kissing in the rain. What do you think that means? Because I agree with you. I am agreeing with you that when he got invited on the one-on-one, I thought this is going to just move him so far beyond the pack that it's going to be so obvious that he's the one at the end. But it felt, I mean, at least let's talk about the first part of the date. It felt very awkward. Maybe they're both nervous. Maybe that felt like, oh my gosh, you're the guy I had feelings for. You're the girl I had feelings for. for. We haven't had a one-on-one in weeks. This kind of feels like weird. Um, But it, it did feel disconnected. It did feel like they didn't have the fireworks that we were, I was expecting watching the date. I feel like we were supposed to feel it though. Like they wanted us to feel it, but we just couldn't. You think, okay, you think the storyline of this date like when when people watched it and put it on air, they said this is like, yeah, there's an obvious chemistry here. Are we missing it, Ashley? Like, are maybe we should throw it to the listeners? Listeners, uh, message us, email us. Did you miss the chemistry here? Uh, because we did, Ashley. Are we on? Like, are we just two crazies here? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I felt like nothing. I don't know. I and and. To even lead up to this date, I mean, it is a strong move for Katie to have Greg on this date, uh, especially the first one-on-one of the episode. Because They always do that, though. They always leave one guy out of having a one-on-one, and they always give the one that like you think should have gone to the guy who never had a one-on-one to the, quote, front-runner. Sure. And I don't, and I just like feel like he's not a front-runner anymore, but like... I don't know. Sorry, I keep saying I don't know, but that's a big statement that you're making that you feel like Greg isn't a front runner. But we have two, we have two guys sitting there going, "Hey, we've never had a one on one," and I know that the show historically has done this, but it has to be defeating, right, for the two people. Even if one gets invited on a one on one, you know, later that afternoon or the next day, I don't know the, how the timeline of that plays out. It still has to be kind of like. Just like wind at it, like completely like away from your sails when you hear the name of somebody that's already had one and you're pretty much being told, I don't want to spend time with you right now. Yeah, I know it is. I kind of was there because when on, on Crystal's season, Kelsey and I were the only ones who had not had one-on-ones and then we went on the two-on-one. Yeah, and... And and I mean, I, even a two on one, I think feels you feel like it's more intimate than yeah. this, right? You have more of a shot than just being rejected for the other one on one. I totally agree. Right? I mean, I do feel yeah. like it's more of a more of a statement to have the two on one uh, right away. Now, why at, do you think they retired that? Because we haven't had it for a couple seasons now. Yeah, I don't know. I think. I love the two-on-one. I thought yeah. it was controversial. I thought it always built some drama. I thought it was always kept you on the, uh, you know, the edge of your seat. I mean, during my season when I had the two-on-one, not only was it one of the dates I looked forward to the least, I do feel like though it was one of the most talked about dates Wait, still to this you're day. Two on one. Yeah, with uh, Ferguson Joe? and uh, Olivia. Oh, oh, oh the, the one you had. Okay, held. I was like, were you on a two-on-one? No, in no. I just, 
I mean, so for the lead, it's super uncomfortable. And so yeah. you have that. That's pretty good TV because anytime the lead feels uncomfortable, it's enjoyable to watch, I think. And then, you know, every season, I mean, I could go back in time and probably for the last six seasons and I can't remember a lot from shows. I could tell you who's been invited on two and ones just because right? that episode is so intense. Yeah. So weird. So weird that they haven't had that. Um, but I guess like, is there anything else left to talk about with about with Greg? Because that's the first one on one date. And I just felt like not much from it. Well, you did mention that we have to give it credit because we have to point it out. You did feel like at the end, maybe some fireworks with the kissing at the end kind of maybe made you feel something. So it wasn't completely lost where the episode where the date ended and you're like, oh, yeah, there's nothing here. Yeah, especially from her. Like you could see the passion when she's like on top of him when he's picking her up, kissing her. Yeah, she's she's really kissing him. She's really going in. I mean, and she wants to. I mean, at this point, she's had a hard week before. She probably sees Greg as comfortable to her because she does know she's into him. She does know that he stayed out of a lot of the drama. She's kind of been into him since the beginning. And so I'm sure she was wanting to feel this uh, in every way just to kind of give her uh, a reminder. Yes, she still is into somebody here. Well, we flashed from Greg to a group date. Uh, where Brendan is invited on and he's not happy about it. Ashley, I feel for the guy. We've wondered why he's here still to this date because nobody knows his name. He no. hasn't been shown, but I think he did the right move here. I agree with what he did where he went down to talk to Katie one-on-one -on -one to say what in the world's happening. Yeah, I don't have much to elaborate on. I think it was the best move because I think he was going to go into it feeling so much like the underdog that like his confidence wouldn't have been up and you're he probably wouldn't have had the time that it would take to win her over and i like the way he came across when he went upstairs too kind of like all right i'm just ready to rip the band-aid off yeah i mean it's it's it probably was a hard decision for him because i think he probably knew where it was ending right i mean yeah he knew that that was his last hurrah with katie but it makes sense uh, we haven't seen any chemistry. Maybe they've had it without us being able to watch it. But even when they sat down to talk, I think Katie like has enjoyed Brendan. I think she respects Brendan, but I don't think there was much romantic feeling for Brendan there. Yeah, I agree. So he gets sent home, which really puts the pressure on the guys who mm -hmm. are left. You're like, Oh man, huh? you're just, when it comes down to like numbers that like you could so easily count, <laughs> it gets scarier. <laughs> um, okay. So we go on the group date. So it's Andrew, Michael, Justin, and Blake. And they are going, they go to an art exhibit in which the flower art looks kind of like maybe, maybe it looks like female intimate areas. And they, <laughs> They brush over that subject and then they tell them that they need to go and create art that describes like what the beauty and love is that they have for, for Katie. And it's just a very, very weird time because there wasn't a lot of instruction, direction. The guys like create like, oh, like Michael creates like the back of a body and then Blake does a black picture and he's like pretending that means something about sex and then 
Andrew draws sushi. Was there anything beyond the foodie love between them for that? And then lastly, uh, Justin did like a trail of their story thus far with a rose in the middle. Ben, what were you thinking during this daytime portion of the group date? I have a lot of thoughts. Uh, One of them is, you know, I do think this could have been a beautiful moment because our, you know, you can't really define it, right? If you just give them the, like, Hey, how, what does the love and the connection for you and Katie look like in your mind? Right. I think that's a fair, like way to start out when people go and paint and, and, and create, I do though, feel like it to immediately think of sex feels a little bit odd. You mean like what, how Blake took it or how everybody yeah. took everything? Oh, I think how Blake took it mostly is in my mind. It's like when you think of your connection with Katie and your immediate mind goes to, okay, yes, she is beautiful. Yes. There is a physical like intimacy there. It just feels weird for that to be how you would express your love for Katie or your care well, for I Katie. Mean, don't you feel like this is just you and I just having a little bit of a distaste every week for Blake's decisions? I Well, I do think it's well so far uh, there isn't a lot I like am like super like down with. Uh, and I do think it's a moment, though, that could have made Katie feel super special. I mean, if you're if you're getting asked to do something and this can make the person that you're expressing your care, your love for just like feel incredible. That's something I would take pretty serious, especially if I was into that person. Like, that's a cool moment, right? I mean, that's why I'm questioning like all the artwork that was created because I think it could be so easy. That was a task that like you could interpret it so many different ways because there was a lack of direction and you can like create whatever you want and it could be like really pretty and it just could be like symbolic. But I Mm. I honestly seem it seemed like a simple task and they way overthought it. Yeah, I mean, some kind of went with the humor of it, like the sushi side. Um, you know, maybe like Justin did like pull deep there uh, and and pull out some things that were meaningful to him. I just felt like all of them missed at some level where Katie could have walked away from this date being like, holy moly, like these guys went above and beyond to make me feel special. And like for that, I am so thankful. I don't know if she necessarily had that response from this date, or at least if I was in her shoes and I asked a bunch of people, Hey, paint, paint something that represents our connection. And this is what was painted. I don't know if I would be feeling much for it. Like, I don't know if I would, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm missing it, but I don't think I would. Yeah. I mean, I would have preferred just time, more time with them at the cocktail party. So at the cocktail party, Katie talks about, um, she talks to Michael about how she's like envisioning her life in Ohio with his child. And she says, every time I give you a rose, I'm also giving him a rose. And I mean, like that is a lot. Mm-hmm. That's that's that means she's like really considering him. Yeah. I, I love Michael. I like want him to be the next bachelor, but I'm also like not feeling like there's like this insane, like this is like the future mother of his stepmother of his child. I see. I I'm feeling like Michael is my front runner now this week. Oh, really? I do. I, I think with Andrew, obviously uh, leaving uh, the Greg date, not going 
incredibly well, at least from my opinion. I don't know if Katie or Greg would say that. Uh, I feel like Michael is my front runner. I, I Michael is my front runner as far as like who's my favorite. I, I do, but f- I don't know if it's like the favorite for Katie. I still think Blake is a front runner. So interesting. It is. I mean, it wouldn't shock me at this point. Maybe a few weeks ago when you said that, I was a little bit thrown off and shocked. But it wouldn't shock me. I still, though, just feel like out of all these guys, uh, Michael, to me, if she's saying every week, hey, I'm here believing my husband's in this room, I look at Michael, I'm like, that's a guy I'd want to date my sister. Yeah, I mean, he's husband material. He's been a husband. So that's why I lean on that. I mean, Justin is obviously still there, and Justin seems... We're going to know more about Justin as the weeks go on, but... But Michael still stands out to me in that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put my stake in the ground with uh, on Michael until I feel like that needs a change because I just I I think he would be great for Katie. I think Katie would be great for him. But there is that. I mean, that's a huge statement for her that every week she's considering his child in the mix of this. Yeah, that's not. I mean, coming from a place where you know Amanda Stanton was on my season, like you do think about that, and that adds some weight to it. And as long as she's keeping him around, you know that she is very interested. Do you think we meet the child next week for hometowns? Yes. Yeah, I think there's no way that doesn't happen. I mean, it's been such a storyline. We see him FaceTiming his child this week in the episode. I think if the, if his son wouldn't show up, I just feel like the audience would be so confused. We don't really have a scene to the next episode at the end of this, which is interesting. It is interesting. Well... Uh, the group date Rose goes to Michael. That's a, that's a big deal in my opinion. That is a big deal. A oh, huge... you know what else happened at that nighttime portion? What? Blake said, I'm not falling in love. I'm not in love with you yet. I don't hate it. I didn't hate it either. I don't hate it. I liked that. It was very honest. It's honest. It, I mean, he's still around, you know, so he's not like saying, Hey, I don't, I'm not in love with you. And, uh, I, I, as a result, like I want to go. No, he's saying I'm still very interested. I still want to be here. Uh, and, and he hasn't been there that long. So I like the honesty uh, mm-hmm. c- because at least she knows where he's at. And that's all you want in relationships is just for each partner to be honest with each other. And then you figure yeah. it out, you know? Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't, I think it was played up in scenes. And it was in, so played up, but it went over fine. Uh, yeah. I think she understands. Like, yeah. She's like, I'm not in love with you yet either. Yeah, we got some time. That's what she's saying. Yeah, we got some time to make up for, and it doesn't. I mean, there's still. Here's the crazy thing: we talk about every season, Ashley, but this is the wild thing to think about. Okay, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if the timeline has changed at all uh, with this new structure of being in one one place. But as soon as like um, hometown week starts, you're only halfway through the show when it comes to filming. Isn't that wacky? I mean, I know that as a fact, but it just, you would never think that. But I think with this new setup, not maybe not so much because I think usually it's like you travel, 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 and the travel time is taking up a lot of that time. Uh, yeah. And, and this setup, you probably are bouncing a little bit faster. But typically, and it, yeah, typically. I, I still think, I, I would still believe that they're, they have at least four, three or four weeks left of filming. I hope so. After this episode. So there, and there's a lot more one-on-one time there. There's a lot more time to be like intimate in conversation and be alone. So I, there is time for Blake still. 
uh, to figure out what it is he wants and what Katie wants with Blake. But there's just that's the point I want to like drive in is for anybody watching this and they're going, there's only a few weeks left. Yes, but there's only been a few weeks leading up to this too. Like there, this is really where things get serious is starting with hometowns, moving into overnights and then the final uh, couple men left for the last two episodes. <laughs> that's where things get, get intense. Well, uh, yeah. Ash, uh, walk us through the end of the episode uh, because a little bit of a shocker, I think, um, on how it ended. Well, first we have to talk about Mike P's date, which I think we all went into Mike P's date knowing that he was going to get eliminated. Like there was no way he was going to make it to hometowns. But like, how much do you love Mike P? Like how sweet and wonderful and what a great husband is he going to make one day? He, uh, he has a, he has just like a really good heart and you can tell the way that he cared about the experience. He cares about Katie, uh, that, yeah, I think he's going to make a great husband. And and I I think this experience, I, I, I'm interested at some point to get to interview Mike because I'm imagining, I don't want to put words in his head, it was a little bit overwhelming at times because it was so new to him in every way. Uh, that I, but, but he handled it really well. And I, and I think he was an interesting character to follow uh, from start to finish. I didn't think he'd make it this far, not based on Me anything neither. about him, but just kind of... Uh, how he approached, you know, physical intimacy, how he approached his relationship with Katie, but like Katie and him found something and it lasted quite a while. Yeah. And I like that that happened. I agree. Um, I like that they have like such mutual respect for each other. And I love the way that he handled the breakup. I mean, I know a lot of guys handle breakups well on the show, but like he just had such grace about it. And he just, I think he was just really thinking about Katie first and foremost and not himself. Mm-hmm. Like he wanted to, her to do what was best for her. Yeah. I mean, I really, I really left that scene hoping that he's in paradise, but I don't, I don't know about that. Maybe next week we'll get that announcement because we did get, and we'll talk about this on hot topics, but we got some more guys from Katie's season that were announced for paradise and he's not in that list, but I guess he wouldn't be until after tonight. I hope he is. I hope he is. I, I, I like that guy. Um, and you know, we've seen characters in the past. Uh, here, here's a good uh, comparison that I'm going to make. We've seen characters come on to the Bachelorette or Bachelor in the past and kind of use their faith as a weapon, um, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. and their moral like stances as a weapon to bring shame or guilt or to kind of put them in a like on a pedestal in this experience. And Mike P never did that. And I have mm-hmm. to say like that won't get talked about a lot because we only talk about the drama and we only talk about the people that cause controversy and that, but like Mike P uh, told everybody kind of where he stands, especially when it comes to sex and where it comes to his faith. And then he played it out and he lived it out without using it as a weapon against everybody else or Katie. And I think that is like, it has to be talked about because it has to be celebrated at some level because other people haven't done that in the past. The extreme opposite of Luke P. Extreme opposite. Uh, I also like the fact that they it didn't feel like he was virginity was like exploited in any way. It was like, hey, here it is. This mm. is me. Um, it was just very well embraced in every way. And I really like that. Um, okay, so then let's get to that shocking spin of things at the end. Yeah. I was watching the rose ceremony, lying here, gross, and being like, okay, okay. And then... Like I call it, you know, like I, I'm like, okay, you're going to give him the first, I knew Blake was going to get the first rose at the ceremony. 
And then I was like, and then he's going to get the rose. And then I was like, okay, so now it's going to be, duh, it's going to be Andrew. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I called it in my head. I was like, Andrew, <laughs> I could like see her saying it. And then she said, Justin. And I was like, what? Shocker. That was so crazy. And as the episode unfolds and you see he, him come back to her room and then have that talk and then her run after him, you're just like, okay. And again, why did you pick Justin? Because this entire season we felt more between her and Andrew and he's had way more airtime and Justin just seems so random it wasn't until last week that we really got to like know Justin at all. So it's just weird. I why is that? Like why did we watch this whole season feeling like okay, Andrew for me has always been top 3. He's always been a steady force in Katie's like experience here. And then all I mean, did their relationship just fade that quick? I mean, Justin we yes, we saw a one-on-one with him. There was there was something there. But if you would have asked me last week, it wasn't anywhere close to Andrew's connection with her. Like, why is this the story that now we have to figure out? Is that like Andrew's gone? I can only think that it's one of those situations where she like she likes Andrew more. This happens all the time, guys, on the show. She likes Andrew more, but she still knows in the end that she's not going to pick Andrew. So she'd rather not put him through the family situation. Fair. And drag him on. Okay. Lead him on. Makes sense. But like, could you believe that he gives her the note? It says, I'll still be waiting for you if you change your mind or something like that. And then she goes and runs after him. The look on his face when he sees her, 1000% reads, oh my God, she changed her mind. She's coming back for me. And then she's just like, I just wanted one more hug. I'm like, oh my God, now you're really leading this poor guy on. Yeah, he's crushed. Yeah, that is tough. I didn't think about that, but it had probably been best just to read the note and put it aside, right? And go, this yeah. just sucks. Yeah, he did get excited yeah. again. Yeah. I mean, she did ask him, like, what would you say if you could stay around a little bit longer? And I think his decision to go was appropriate because it's like, you already picked somebody over me. Like, I don't want to just go through the breakup again. Yeah. I imagine this one was hard on Katie. Uh, because she probably doesn't have a ton of clarity on why she made that decision outside of, Hey, mm-hmm. I just don't see him as my husband. Yeah. Uh, but then again, Ashley, and you've, you've known enough leads. Do you believe that she's looking at the final four here going? Each one of these guys could be my husband. Like, do you think she's looking at Justin saying that? Do you think she's looking at Greg no. and Blake and Michael? Like, Going each, I mean, that's why I get confused. If that was her basis, she just knew that Andrew wasn't it. Maybe that was the difference. Maybe. I mean, but I think she knows that Justin's not it too. She did say during the group day that she feels like she can be 1000% herself with him. But I don't know. There's just no way. We would never, we've never known somebody so little throughout a season and then like that end up being them. Um, Anything else to dissect? There is one little part for me during the scene to the next episode. Okay. She alludes to the guy being gone. Like he left. And like, I f- I've sensed that this is coming, that there's somebody who leaves. And I still think it's going to be Michael because I think he has a conversation with his kid again. And it's just, he just can't do it. 
it would be it would be hard for for everybody i think for katie for the viewers if that's how michael exited but he's held on and i know it can't be easy for him but he's held on this long i would be surprised if he couldn't hold on now to the end that would be yeah, what I'm, i know you know that would be the only thing would be he's been around this long he sees the light at the end of the tunnel he still believes and i still believe i think all of us still believe that he's a front runner here uh, unless he just gets clarity and says, yeah, this isn't it. Uh, yeah. I, I'd be shocked if he leaves, but uh, we're going to be keeping watch uh, over the next week. Uh, and then I'm going to continue to dissect the sneak peek, but I feel like the more I dissect the sneak peeks, Ash, the farther and farther I get from the truth. I don't think I've seen a sneak peek yet and gone, Oh, this is how it's going to play out. And then that's how it happens. I just, you know what I'm thinking of? What? Normally in the sneak peek, don't we see like them walking to like the altar, the mm. final rose ceremony with her in like a big dress? Yeah. We, we haven't see seen it. any of that kind of tease. Super interesting. Wow. That's why you're the expert. Well, uh, <laughs> that's been the breakdown of this week's episode. Uh, not made, didn't necessarily hit where we wanted it to, but still got some information out there. Some really shocking exits. And some people sticking around uh, for hometowns that we'll be watching and breaking down right here on the Almost Famous Podcast next week. Ash, it's time for Hot Topics. Let's take a break. Get a glass of water. We'll be back to break down all the crazy stuff happening in Bachelor Nation. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. 
Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for the bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah, or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. It's time for Bachelor Headlines with our expert Ashley Iconetti here to break down every story in the way that she knows how, which is fantastically. The first headline is this. Bachelor in Paradise adds four new contestants. Haley from Katie Thurston's Bachelorette season. Mm-hmm. I teased this before. So Aaron, you know, the guy who hates everyone. <laughs> Connor, who everybody loves. The cat man. Um, Trey... And James will all be joining the summer spinoff. How do you feel about all these? Um, I mean, I guess we're all happy to see Connor there because he's a, such a sweet guy. Everybody else I'm kind of like neutral on. Yeah. Yeah. I am excited to see Connor. I bet he brings his guitar. What do you think? Oh, yeah. One thousand percent. I hope he doesn't overdo it because, you know, you can overdo mm-hmm. this the, the musical instruments on the show if you like keep leaning into it who was that person that did Jed. that all the time Jed, Jed. 
Exactly. Thank you yeah. for reminding me of that. Yeah, that was rough. Uh, next big headline is Jason Tardick slams nasty comments critiquing Caitlin Bristow's appearance. It's grotesque, he says. So Jason is standing up for his fiance, Caitlin, um, saying she's been getting so many negative comments on her looks. Absolutely freaking insane and ridiculous. He says, I don't know why people think it's okay to say the shit they do on Twitter. There's so many things in this world we can control and there's so many things we can't control. Our looks and things like that are the are most of the things we can't control. And the way that people make comments, nasty comments about people's appearances, and obviously I'm specifically referring to Caitlyn. It's grotesque. It's a joke. Um, and then Caitlyn said, I'm not playing the... the um, and then he continued to say, I'm not playing the victim card for her. And... Like you said, it's been a great opportunity to come on the show and all the things that have happened, but the good comes with the bad. And with some of the bad, you're just like, oh, she's age. Well, yeah, we all effing age. Like, what do you want to do about that? I mean, it is, it's crazy that it's been seven years since Caitlin and I have been part yeah. started this journey. You know, seven years, a lot does change. I look back on pictures of myself and like, I'm like oh my gosh the collagen and the bounce in my face like i look back on those seasons and i wish i had the face that i had back then i can see myself aging and caitlin is beautiful stunning it's just insane she's beautiful and it just it, i mean he he does make a, a really good comment like the good comes with the bad um people just don't like this some people not all some people don't like to see other people succeed and she's thriving right now it's been a huge yeah. year for her so people are gonna you know chirp at her and say those things it's just even if it's not true uh but good for him to stand up in the way that he did i thought it was a great uh a great message that he sent out there to a lot of people because she's not the only one that receives hate on social media we all know that well yeah. um ali fedotowski reveals her only horrible <laughs> regret from her season of the bachelorette it was her hairstyle. Yep. <laughs> it was a picture of like one of her promo pictures. And she said, um, I do wish I enjoyed it more in the moment, um, but I would never regret it. It's the reason that my life turned out the way it is today. She says that about the show, but the one thing that she really can't stand is looking back on this one picture. Um, that's funny. She still looks very cute. It's, uh, I think she was one of the most beloved bachelorettes of all time. So, uh, but, uh, just a different time. I'm sure we all look back on our hairstyles. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, same. My eye makeup was so heavy. There was lots of things, but the looks just changed over the years. So I'm pretty sure back in, um, 2010 when she was bachelorette, she probably thought that was pretty cute. I think so. Well, Hey, final headline of the week is Matt James and Rachel, um, speak out on overcoming quote difficult time in their romance. We're better, they say. So they say they're in a good place where they are now, but they did work hard to get where they are today. When they were at the SB Awards on Saturday, this is what Rachel said. 
I will say that, you know, of course, it was difficult in the moment, but just being able to step back and work on our relationship to assess, taking a moment away from the spotlight's been really good for us. It's been a lot better. And then um, Matt said, I'm following the lead of everybody else. You know, I think that I look to people who have been where I'm trying to get to. Rachel's parents have been in a relationship for a long time. They've been married for probably as long as I've been alive. And he said, so there are relationships that are prospering. Um, so relationships that are prospering are what I kind of fix my eyes on and hope to emulate. Well, they uh, they did make an appearance at the SBs. They did speak out on it. They are together. They're dating. They're figuring out. Well, Ashley, thank you again. Uh, I know this is a crazy season of life for you. You are a trooper. You're going to be here every week as long as uh, the stomach allows um, <laughs> hosting this podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week to break down hometowns. Uh, hometowns are going to be done a little differently again this season, but still get to meet the families. I don't even know if they're calling them hometowns anymore. Anyways. Hey, uh, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley. I almost famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride 
the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.